हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 14 वर्कर्स एंड पीस एंड मूवमेंट्स इन इंडिया एंड वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग आवर टॉपिक मूवमेंट्स ऑफ वर्किंग क्लास एंड मूवमेंट्स सिंस इंडिपेंडेंस The transfer of power and independence in 1947 meant a different atmosphere for the entire working class in the country. The movement entered into different phase. In the initial years after independence between 1947 to 1960 due to the coming of several new industries whether in the private sector or in the public sector. under the five year plans the working class in the country as a whole was in a better condition therefore organized action was not resorted to very influently as a result the number of conflict including strike declined between 1947 and 1960s The situation however changed in 1960s and 1970s. The inflation year of the mid 1960s saw the real basis of the working class declining. As a result disputes in the industrial front increased. In 1964 there were 2.2 51 disputes involving 1002000 workers in which 7725 man days were lost the number of man days lost probably points out to the severity of the movements one of the important features in the trade union front was establishment of the trade unions that were to be dominated by the parties as a result of this most of the unions that came up functioned as an organ of their parent parties it is because of this control of the parties over the unions the later lost all autonomy and the programs and policies of the parties in every important way became the programs and policies of the unions the number of national unions in the country multiplied by the end of the world war 2 there were two all india organizations the indian federation of labor ifl and the largest union the all india trade union congress aitc by 1949 there were four unions and all these unions were linked or affiliated to and controlled by political parties the communist dominated the aitc ifl was affiliated to the radical democratic party of amn roy the indian national congress controlled the intuc and the socialist party members dominated the hind mazdoor sabha hmc hms 
the HMS splitted further and the UTUC was formed. The AITUC also split in 1970s and center of the Indian Trade Unions CITU was born and affiliated to the CPIM. For the country as a whole, period between the late 1960s to the imposition of the emergency was a period of political turmoil and this significantly affected and shaped the working class movement in the country. Indira Gandhi started centralizing the, centralizing the power in her hand, hands of the, after the elections of 1971. Taking advantage, the capitalist class resorted a new form of offensives, lockdowns being the main due to which large number of mandates were lost. For example, in the period 1971 to 75, the average annual working day lost throughout lockouts was as high as 60.5. 23,000. The figure rose to 105.46 thousand in the period 1976 to 80. So far as the working class in the public sector undertaking were concerned, they were hit directly by the centralized bureaucratic state apparatus. As a result of this, the working class in the both the sectors responded with strikes due to which the number of disputes in the country increased significantly. Rudolf, and Rudolf found that in the period between the 1965 and 75, the number of working days lost increased by almost 500 percent. The most important strike that took place was the railway strike of 1974, which till date remains the most serious of all direct working class actions in the country. The strike was important because it was only strike that was able to cha challenge the might of the Indian state in the country as a whole since the emergency. The working class had to face a number of offensive from the employers, lockouts in the private sector increased as a result of which a large percentage of working days were lost. During the year 1980 to 87 lockouts made up from 29 to 65% of working days lost in industrial disputes. The loss of work, work days in the 1980s went on increasing. To one estimate during 1985, 87 and 88, work days lost in lockouts actually exceeded those lost in strikes by as much as 55, 52 and 71 percent respectively. This growth in lockouts have 
adversely affected the industrial working class in the country since it threw the working class to a condition of unemployment. Along with other kinds of problem, industrial sickness also affected the working class in 1980s. In 1976, 241 large industrial units were sick. In 1986, the figure had risen to 714. Among the medium scale industrial units, in 1986, 1250 units were closed due to sickness. The number of sick small units were also increased in 1980s. For example, in 1988, 2,17,436 small units were laying sick. Thus, the working class was hit hard in 1980s by lockouts, closures and sickness. The problem of lockouts continues even today and has assumed a serious proportion. In 1999, according to the Labor Bureau, there was 387 lockouts in 2000. There were 345 and in the year 2001. There were 302 lockouts. Since the late 1980s and 1990s, the working class is confronted with two different forms of offensive that it has not faced earlier. The first problem that it faces is the growth of Hindutva based political parties, namely the BJP and the Shiv Sena and the consequent growth of their labor organizations that is Bharatiya Mazdoor Sangh BMS and Bharatiya Kamgar Sena BKS respectively that has in turn fragmented the working class among communal lines. Secondly, with the introduction of the new economic policy NEP since 1991 and the consequent globalization of the Indian economy, labor in the country has been facing the might of capital in the different form. The first problem is deceive in nature since it has divided the working class in the country among communal lines whereas the second development has affected the working class significantly and has thrown challenges to the organized working class movement in the country. The second problem is much more severe at this juncture and it is to this we now turn. The introduction of the new economic policy since 1991 has severely affected the working class in the country. There are different components of new economic policy, but the core emphasis is on liberalization, privatization and globalization. Liberalization has meant reduction of government control over the private sector. As a result, the bargaining position of workers of visa
capital has declined. The policies of privatization under which several important public sector units in the country is being sold to private companies had opened up new challenges for the workers and the trade unions in the country. As a result of the overall policies, the likely problem will be there will be no statutory minimum basis for labor, no obstructions to retrenchment giving the employers the complete right to hire and fire. The developments in the Indian economy in the last one decade or more have created fundamental problems for the working class and the unions are finding it difficult to resist the encroachment of the capital on the rights of the workers. Before we conclude this section, it will be useful for us to note some of the weaknesses of the movement. Firstly, within the working class in the country, a large section of the workforce, the unorganized ones even today remain outside the fold of trade unions. On the whole, unions in this country have neglected the problems of unorganized sector. Rudolf and Rudolf are correct when they conclude that almost all the unions including the left-led unions had taken the relatively easy path of organizing and pressing demands on behalf of those who are easily organized and whose employer government responds readily. In absolute terms, the unorganized workers are poor and vulnerable to exploitation than the workers in the organized sector. The second major problem which confronts the working class movement is the multiplicity of trade unions. We have noted earlier that after independence trade unions representing workers in the country have multiplied. By the end of the second world war, there were only two All India organization by 1949 there were four All India organizations and today there are more than 10 national level organization affiliated to the major parties in the country. Ideological problems are often cited as the result for the this state of affair though in actual practice unions are less ideological and are striving for organizing the workers principally on economic issues. Multiplicity of political parties may be accepted as a norm in a democracy, but multiplicity of unions in the capitalist system keeps the working class fragmented and vulnerable in all forms of pressures. Trade unions in the country as a whole have not been responsive to the problems of the working class in the country. Unions lie fragmented from the factory to the national level that has produced bitter rivalry among the unions and hence very often they have failed to respond to the issues of the working class. Due to the reasons cited above and also because of the fact that the political parties control unions, 
the latter have failed to become militant for addressing the grievances of the workers. The growing number of closures, suspensions of work and other forms of offences in the country in recent years after the introduction of the new economic policy indicates the weakness of the movement. Various studies have also found that the industrial working class in the country has not allied with the peasants and other sections of the society in collective direct action on political issues. This reflects the low level of political consciousness of the working class. To sum up, the movement of the organized workers in the country dates back to the period when industrialization started and the first working class in the country appeared. The movements, however, took an organized form after the First World War with the emergence of the trade unions. Movement of the workers since then continues to surface even today, but the organized movements in the country face a number of problems. The most important of all problems include fragmentation of unions, affiliation of the unions with political parties, lack of militancy by the established unions and a general apathy towards organizing workers employed in the unorganized sector of the economy. All these problems have affected the working class movement in the country adversely. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast.